Hello and welcome to The Conversation Is, the TCIP, and we are your hosts. I am Ash Hughes and with me is... Charlie Pitson. This week, The Conversation Is... Funny People. Released in 2009. Written and directed by John Apatow. Banging. Should we get it going then? Yeah. It's a long old thing to get through. This, yeah, slogging off. Slog sesh. Right, let's get going then. Slap it on. It's lonely at the top. Tell you what, right? Best thing about John Apatow films are the soundtrack. Like the soundtrack. He's like really chill, yeah. acoustic type of like songs. like, And he does actually put that into This Is 40. You know, with uh, I've only Graham seen it Parker once. And stuff. Um, I didn't. I don't know. I just it didn't land with me. This is forty. I just no. Yeah, I didn't find it that funny. But I, I think I went into it expecting too much of a knocked up sequel. Yeah, like, it's more of a spin off, isn't it? It's yeah, just the kid characters. I was gutted they didn't have a. Uh, they absolutely could have made it. back though, because like just as a, a deleted scene maybe on the mm. Blu-ray or something, but they didn't do that. I mean, I think Catherine Heigl was too no, not too keen on coming back for it, was she? But no, they could have definitely got Seth Rogen in for a little cameo. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So the opening uh, thing where he's, do you think, how much of that do you think is just Adam Sandler's life anyway? How much of this film do you think is just Adam Sandler's life? Oh, I think life? it's like, it's a lot of it. Isn't it? True. it yeah. is a lot of it. Mainly just the uh, the awful films he does. Yeah. Merman. Merman. Fuck me like Merman. <laughs> the fucking lollipop though. He comes in. and He's always got a lollipop to having sex. <laughs> uh, so what's what's your favorite Adam Sandler film? Crack it up early. All right. Punch Drug Love. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, Paul Thomas Anderson. It's actually his shortest film, 90 minutes long. And he always said that he wanted to do a film with Adam Sandler and he nails it in it. It's yeah. an amazing man. I could do 90 minutes. 90 minutes is fine. You'll like it. It's. If you haven't seen a PTA film, I think it's the first one to go for just because of. Well, you've seen There Will Be Blood, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you should be fine with that. Um. Yeah, he plays like a guy who works in like just like warehouse making stuff or whatever, and he's got anger issues. He's got like seven sisters and like, <laughs> um, oh, you can, oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it, and he's just like they have this argument, and oh, it's so good, it's amazing, man. It's Check like it's it it's not quite a comedy. It's it's kind of like this like where a black it, comedy. it's like like a dramatic film with comedy elements in mm. it, um, but it's not a, it's not it's like. Forward assist, you know. I think Adam Sandler does that really well, actually. Uh, like, because Big Daddy's kind of a drama as well. Yeah. And I think he's amazing in that. Yeah. Yeah. You reckon that's this his last decent? Well, no. And I think because no, that was before this. And um, oh yeah, Big Daddy's quite old. I think Big Daddy's like two thousand and four, maybe. Um, oh, I think two thousand one, eh? Two thousand nine, ninety nine. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's early. Uh, I think this is his last. Like really good film. I think the Marriott stories on Netflix. Have you seen that? What the Noah Baumbach film? Netflix it's got uh, Dustin Hoffman in it. What's it called? The Marriott stories. No, I think I haven't it, checked right? out any of his Netflix stuff because I know he's he's just brought one up with uh, Jennifer Aniston. And I see this looks like an actual film he's made. Yeah, that's why I think they did it on purpose, man. Didn't uh, didn't one of the Wayne's brothers make a film like this? Where he's a baby. Uh, yeah. What's that? Is it just called Little Man? I, yeah, I think it might be Little Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's man. good. That was quite funny. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? No. 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 Little Man. Is it Little Man? I think a lot of the Wayne's Brothers stuff is a, is very hit and miss. Yeah, I get you. I love all the effort he puts into these. 
I know but I like I bet a lot of them are just almost real. Do you know what I mean? Like most, of, yeah, like failed, like things that he's been pitched, and he's been like, nah. <laughs> and these photos, obviously, Leslie Mann, real, yeah. You know. I always just think of Leslie Mann as Ursula from George of the Jungle. Yeah, yeah. I used to love that film as a kid. George she's of the big, Jungle, she's a big daddy. amazing. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's uh, she's Alyssa Jones's sister, and she she's the love interest in it as well, isn't she? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she's good. Um, I think the only difference between this actually and Adam Sandler's life is he's actually married with kids. Yeah. Um, so he won't be alone. But his wife is in a couple of films with him. Uh, she's in Big Daddy. She plays a a waitress in a bar. She's in Grown Ups as well, but I can't remember where. Grown Ups, yeah. Oh, I like Grown Ups. Yeah, Grown Ups is all right. It was funny. Just, just the the guys, their like chemistry was mm-hmm. like really good. And Chris Rock and that always Kevin James can get out. Oh, actually, no, the bit, where he, the bit where he falls for the pool at the start ruins me. And after that, you can just you, you, have you know, ever seen, killed him off. Have you ever seen me now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? Back in the day, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I, same. I, I think I've seen it like, like twice. at the time. You're like, this is funny shit, and then you realise it's really not now. Oh God, no! Oh, so man. dated. There's like, a lot of films that I look back on now and just just aren't funny anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know whether it's because I've either watched them too much or whether they are just outdated now. Yeah. My my one wish, right, is to be in a chapter film. And if I'm not, if yeah. I'm gonna be honest, right, I think his films are over. With this is forty, he's been directing, but I don't think we're gonna get like another like written and directed. He's doing project. actually no, he's doing that Pete Davidson film. But I think he Pete Davidson wrote it. I want just a solely Judd Apatow wrote it, and he's directing on his own. Which is gutted, because we had Trainwreck. Did you watch that? Ah, uh, no, Schumer. Trainwreck. Ah, uh, no. Bill Hader, that That's, was really good. Is that the one with... Is John Cena in that? Yeah. Yeah, oh, no. He's, he's like... I haven't seen yeah. it. It's like a pre-Scott Pilgrim Yeah. This is, this is when she just started doing Fox and Wreck. Yeah, she looks different with glasses and the, and the bangs. Yeah, I mean, I, I always associate it like this, because I, I just think of her as uh, from Scott Pilgrim. Same with Jason Schwartzman as uh, Gideon Graves. He's just always Gideon Graves. Yeah. Too. But he's, uh, have you ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? Yes, I have. Man, <laughs> have you seen the series uh, on Netflix. First Day of Camp? Yeah, he's in that. And yeah. He's in that. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I love that. that the film, best thing about the, the best thing about the series, right? Amazing. Is that it takes on the type of comedy that they use the, in the film yeah. and it just goes to 11 just because they're like, older. I love and this must be this like, this must be 30 days cool. younger. Just how old and just fat he's got, and just yeah. how they reference it all the time. It's so funny. I love you seen you seen the film though. Yeah, I absolutely love. We have to do that. They're incredible. We got it's it so that funny. I love the bit where they come back, just come back from town after they've just been like they've popped into the town. They end up like doing, doing heroin. heroin yeah. and, oh, it's so. Good. I was ta- it was good. <laughs> Such a good film. I I wasn't too fussed on uh, the last series, uh, the ten year reunion. I didn't think that was no, as I, good. No, I didn't finish it. Didn't no. finish it. No, I couldn't finish it. It's not great, but I, I, I don't know. And especially the end. Oh my god! It's because the they bring in those new characters, right? Who were never no in the first yeah, day of camp. They, they were in the first in. day of camp, and they're like there, and they weren't in the film. But they 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 tell you that. Mm. 
I don't think they're in first day. It can't be that they're in ten years later, ten years and then later, they like yeah. add them into scenes like really awkwardly. Oh yeah, but it's yeah. You know the scene when they're sitting on the steps and they're saying like, yeah, oh yeah, I remember ten years ago, ten and he's like, time. yeah, I remember that, yeah, yeah, and they weren't even fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the cut is very obvious that yeah, they just added yeah. in, which I think just makes it funnier. That's what makes the cut, yeah. But uh, man, wet hot American summer, yeah. I think that's done now, but especially yeah. with the way they ended the last series, which was a bit of a shitter, but. Yeah, that's a banger. Absolute banger. Speaking of you, did you see this thing on Twitter? Uh, the woman saying that millennial, like millennials without kids going to Disneyland is weird. Yeah. What the fuck? Earlier. Who What's is this that? woman? What's, what What's absolute weirder madness? Is people taking like a two-year-old baby who's not going to remember shit. Yeah, like they can't even get on half the rides, man. I went to Disneyland when I was nine, right? And yeah. I still was too short to get on anything. Decent. I went when I was... Four? Yeah, I bet you could get actually. on even less again. Exactly. Like, that's but I was a big boy. Madness. So I, you know, I was like yeah. 10 foot when I was uh, six, and then I shunk. <laughs> <laughs> they thought, they thought I was my dad's dad. Like, the, that's hey, how big I was. <laughs> Disneyland would be screwed without childless millennials, because that's who spends uh, all the bunts. Dude, uh, that's one of my favourite favorite holidays was on Disneyland in year 11. And... Um, Oh yeah, we can go on the rides, man. We went on. Uh, what's that? What's that? Is it Space Mountain? Space Mountain. That was the shit. Um, oh, that, I remember that Space Mountain. Jump... Uh, oh man, I went to Florida and one of the best rides. I can't remember what it was called, though, man. It was one of the best things ever. It was like so. It was in the the main Disneyland park, and I don't know if it's still. I'm gonna look into it actually, but uh, so the thing is, you go in and it's like an Area Fifty One type thing yeah and they sit you down they say like, right we've captured this alien we're going to show him to you and blah blah, blah. so they they do they sit you all down and then obviously disney magic happens and then suddenly this huge like predator type alien appears in this tube yeah and then he escapes and then he's like breathing on your neck and like the, the thing is rocking it's so cool man fuck anyone who says people without kids can't go to disneyland yeah. fuck you <laughs> yeah <I love> that <laughs> bollocks that's madness have you ever been to any other like good theme parks? No, <laughs> Oakwood. Yeah. I mean, That's I wouldn't quite call it good, no. but it was okay. It serves its purpose, doesn't it? Yeah, it was alright. Fair play for uh, Wheels. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what I it, mean, no, it'll I'm, do for I'm being like, two hours down the road. I like idea of theme parks and like water parks and stuff, but it's not really my style. No, I don't know. Like, how many times do you do the same thing? Yeah, I get that. I could be there an hour tops and be like, I'm I know, done. It's just like seeing the things, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's true. Like, I, went I think to... just the hanging out is better than actual rides. Yeah. Like I went to uh, Warner Brothers World in uh, Australia, Gold Coast. Yeah. And that's like my wet dream of a theme park. Yeah, but that's that's uh, that's something that's interesting, though. I thought yeah. you meant like kind of just stupid like Thought Park and all those ah, kind right, of nah, things. Nah. You mean like, you know, like the Universal one? Like and a proper then, theme And theme like park. obviously Disney and then yeah. Warner Brothers. Because the Warner Brothers one was more or less just a DC park. It was like 90% DC stuff. Yeah. Uh, so they had this amazing Batman roller coaster, which was Arkham Asylum. Oh. And then as you're queuing, you're going through Arkham Asylum. So there's like a huge like Bane thing in there, like animatronic. Like the Joker's running around in there and like spray painted the wall. It's oh, wicked, man. So it's cool. so good. 
uh, there was a Green Lantern ride, and like as you queue for that, like it's like you're in a Green Lantern comic. Yeah. So like, there's a huge big 3D parallax model that like comes out and tries to grab you. Uh, Sinestro like shooting things at you. It's insane. So good. That's pretty cool. That makes you want to go to the Marvel one. Like yeah, they have, like, um, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride as well. When I went, when I went to Florida, uh, they were still all in Islands of Adventure. So they had like at the Hulk roller coaster. Uh, they had a spider 3D Spider Man ride, and I, I I don't know, but I assume they've changed all them now. Because yeah. they don't have the rights. But then again, Universal do still have the rights to Hulk, so maybe the roller coaster's still there. Yeah, probably. But I can't imagine Spider Man is. <laughs> Fuck me like Merman. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing ever, man. It's the lollipops. It's you know the what? lollipops. It's just like. It's just right. I've got a friend, right, who is the spitting image of Adam Sandler. Oh, Shane no, Jones, let me show him, right? He, honestly, he is the spitting image of him. And I don't realize because of that sound, he always used to do it. Because oh, this film or just in general? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just, <asking>. just, <laughs> I think just in general. Cause he's... But he does. He, he's a spitting image of Adam Sandler. Oh, his pictures. I'm actually in his pictures, of course. Cute. Oh, doesn't, my God. Doesn't do him complete justice, but he is the image of Adam Sandler, yeah. right? No, I see that. Wainer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Shane Jones. What a legend. Right, what's your favourite straight comedy Adam Sandler film then? Whatever. Yeah, like Happy just, Gilmore. Just straight up comedy, yeah. Yeah. More I just like Happy thing. Gilmore, but it's just about had... fucking mad he gets, man. Like it's funny as shit. Like I had a geography teacher in school, and he used to play it all the time. I uh, know when he just seen a film too many. He fucking times. loves that film. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even like like. What a lesson. It's like an hour long. So we'd never even just watch the whole thing. He would just put the same fucking hour on over and over again. That's uh, like me watching Lord of the Rings with uh, Will and Josh. Go over there and we just watch like the first half of Lord of the Rings. And then like I go over the next time. They've like, oh, we watched the ending without you. I'm like, what the fuck? We're going with two towers now. I'm like, all right, then carry on. I've seen the rest of the film, whatever. And then uh, next time. Oh, right, we finished Two Towers, and we're going to start doing The King. I'm like, for fuck's sake, you could have just waited, like, every time. So I've only ever seen... I've seen the first half of all three more than I've seen, like... Because right. I start watching them one day, and then I just, like, can't be bothered sometimes, like, four hour long. Yeah, and I have I to watch Extended. Stop. I have to watch Extended. You got... I, I, I'm the same. But lucky, the Blu-ray I got has the film two discs. It's that big. Split, yeah. So you just kind of watch part one, and then it kind of cuts out where... Do you know what, right? I've watched it so many times. I know exactly where those DVDs split. Yeah. The, so the first one is the when fellowship. he leaves... Yeah, when he leaves Rivendell, and he asks Gandalf which way to go. Because that's, ex- yeah. that's a scene in the Extended Edition. It's not in the and theatrical. And then it cuts in. Uh, in... Uh, I thought it cut um in the Blu-ray one, mine cuts when uh I can't remember which one of the hobbits Billy Boy Billy Boyd. All right, yeah. Right, him. Uh, I don't know which is it Mary. Mary yeah. Pippin. Pippin, right? Pippin, yeah. Dominic when he when he, when he, and when he says where are we going, that's when it cuts for me. All right, no, uh, on that's my weird. cuts where like I said, where I just as they like literally, it might be a little bit before, but it's it's around the fellowship meeting around that Rivendell scene. Uh Two Towers. Oh, shit, where does Two Towers cut? I can't remember Two Towers cuts. And then Return of the King cuts for me when they bring, you know, the big, huge-ass Ram, Rom? Yeah. When they bring Rom, it cuts there then. And then Disc 2 got going. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, that's fucked, isn't it? Interesting. 
Which do you, which is your favourite Lord of the Rings of the three? Right. Um, I don't know. They're all equally the same, and this is why, right? Probably be two towers, but yeah, only the Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah, like if you could take the rest of them out, put in the bin, I'd be like, wherever, mate. Like, I, the whole that? thing with the king and and he's a fucking, you know, he's just fucked. Because Grimmer fucking worm <laughs> telling like, man. you know, yeah, he's fucking dying. And then I mean, like that. Thing, just why p- would you trust a character called fucking Worm Tongue? Yeah, I mean, come on, creepy looking fellow as well, aren't he? If I'm a king and someone's like, ah, oh, maybe you advisor then. Yeah, what's your name? Worm Tongue. Uh, no. What's your first name? Grimer. What? Grimer Wormtongue? Get out of my fucking kingdom. No. Yeah. Go and fucking live with the fucking trolls in fucking Moria. <laughs> Grimer Wormtongue. Yeah, so that bit just bugs me. Uh, Return of the King. I love Fellowship just because obviously I've seen it so many times because I watch that. You start to watch more than you're watching Fellowship. And sometimes it's the oldest, it's like... so it's, I've had more time to watch it. Um... That's been out twenty years. God, oh, man, shit. Ooh. It's probably came out like February or something. Two thousand four, two thousand three, no, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand one, two thousand three. Every two years, but they shot it, didn't they? Through nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine. So he was just editing. That was his life for three, like like four or five years or whatever. Just editing films. Oh fuck yeah. Um. Yeah, probably probably, two probably, probably two towers just because of Helm's Deep is for, so phenomenal. Helm's Deep is amazing. It's a, a, like because I always talk, I talk about this quite a lot uh, with people where uh, like Pelennor Fields versus Helm's Deep, and I think in terms of the films, Helm's Deep absolutely trumps Pelennor Fields because yes, Pelennor is a much bigger scale, but I think the difference is with Helm's Deep because it's dark and it's raining. Yeah, it just like fills you with. More fear and Yurukai, whereas with Pelennorfields, because it's all st- still day. Yeah. I know there's like a million more orcs, but, but just because it's day, it like it's it not raining. That same, yeah. I, yeah, and they kind of do that in the Game of Thrones, the the new season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like um, they have, you know, the obviously the like Bat- Battle of Winterfell Battle versus Winterfell is, uh, um, the King's Landing, King's Landing yeah. assault or whatever you want to fucking call it, burn down. And that's mean I think so. Two Towers just has that, that scarier feel. Yeah. That's why the Battle of Winterfell, like, was, I liked, I liked mm. the dark, like, the darkness of it, and you know it got a lot of yeah. like backlash. Oh, I do think it was too dark. Like though. it was okay, fair enough. It was too dark, right? I like it because it makes you feel like you're there. Yeah, the I, way, get I think it. I, I think know, just, the cinematography it of it is is on point. Like, like I love the way they they split up the episode, and it's like this like scary horror vibe, and then it kind of switches then when Arya's in the library, and it kind of becomes like quite sneaky, and then. It kind of just yeah. it goes all like that weird. When I first watched it, I um, you know the scene where the Dothraki like that she lights up their swords and they yeah. run in and then like they all go out. That scene happened, but I couldn't see any Dothraki. I could just see the flames going out. And then when I watched it the next day, I could see the Dothraki. Yeah. And I thought I was like shit. I thought that was just a really good scene where like you couldn't see them, you could just see the torches going out. And I was like that would have been so much better anyway. Yeah. But and I was I I do think that's it was why too everyone's going to see that anyway. Yeah, um, I think they they should do something with that before it. Sort of well, I did. They, they had like, um, yeah. I really hope they do something before the they do the 4K release at least. Um, 
I like the idea of like, the thing with the Dothraki with the lights and the only lights that would be available would be never, like, the, their flames hmm. and the fact that they um you know the, the candles in the in Winterfell hmm. and I th- think people were saying I that. thought it was fine once it got into Winterfell but I do I do agree that like the first twenty or so minutes was just too I feel too like much. some people were saying that um Melisandre lit up their um like I can't remember their note the swords but hmm. like I lit them up so they could see. And it's like, no, 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 that's not. someone who just it's, hasn't it's understood anything, anything that's happened. gone on in the last like it's years. okay, all right, it's a coincidence that yes, it's good, okay, great, you can see you know where you're going, but they're fucking I can't remember their fucking swords, man. It's like a weird Sickles. fucking sickle, yeah. Sickle. It's got a better name though in the show, I think. Um, but they would not kill a fucking white. Right? So the fire is literally the fucking I've never seen anyone write the bar, and obviously I've made that up. I because obviously that was the intention, and it's probably people on Reddit that noticed that. Also, hold on a minute now. I'll remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did they not show fucking elephants in the trailer for Game of Thrones? Huh? You know, elephants. Yeah. Why would they have elephants? I know that the she wanted it, she wanted that war. I I swear they had elephants in the trailer because no. I remember seeing them in the trailer, turning to my friend, going. Where they're just ripping off early fonts from Lord of the Rings. I'm sure they were in that trailer. I don't know. I, I'm sure oh. they were. I, I, let's check. I think we'll, check. We'll, we'll, yeah. I'm sure they were. I mean, like, because I'm sure I remember seeing ice spiders as well. No, you, you watch. You just watching Lord of the Rings, and at the time you just <laughs> like, I don't know. Is this the Game of Thrones trailer? <laughs> yeah, no elephants in that trailer, son. No. None. No, no um, fucking ice spiders you, either. You, yeah, you're watching fucking. Royal Rings, mate. <laughs> Hold on, this is an older trailer. Like I said, it was one of the first ones that come out. Yeah. See, this scene is way too long, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, I think this film could definitely be cut by a, about at least half hour. Yeah. Alright, so this was the first trailer that was released for Game of Thrones, the new series. So, if there's elephants in it, there's elephants in it. If not, there's not. There's not. Where the fuck did I see ice spiders and elephants? What, what am I on about? <laughs> Mm. Mm. Tripping. Someone knows what trailer that is. Fucking let me know. <laughs> fucking Witcher. <laughs> oh, have you seen the Witcher? We have, how haven't we talked about the Witcher stuff? I think Shit, we did man. last week, mind. Did we? Yeah. Oh. But if we, even if we did, let's talk about it now. That trailer <laughs> looks amazing. It does. What's your take on Henry Cavill? I'll start with what cast, but and you look stupid with the fucking hair, but. You get used to it though. Yeah, you get I mean, used to it. He'll, he'll do his job, like won't he? Two in, yeah. No, he's a great actor. I think he'll mm. nail it. He has a look to it as well. He he kind of does. Who else would you pick? Yeah, that's Timmy what I mean, like I said, it's not who I would have picked, but I wouldn't know. Timmy who to pick anyway, so. I would have picked for Geralt, just because he has like a face, like quite. He has like that, like yeah, cheekbone kind of thing going on, and he's already got grey hair. So you already, yeah. it, we've kind of. I mean, I think the, the good thing about it is that he wanted to do it anyway. Like he was very much on board f- uh, to do it. Yeah, I think that's always a very positive thing. Which reminds me, uh, going back to last week, some news has come out this week. Mm. Batista said he's officially done trying to get a Gears of War film to happen. No. Yeah, I read it today. Someone sent it to me today. So he said he's been try- trying now and he's just done. He's had enough. He said. Well, have they just been saying no to him, is it? Well, I, I, this is the thing. I don't know if they are just saying no to him or whether it's just not going to happen at all. For Marcus Phoenix. He would. I, I don't know. Like I said, the rumour's been around since this last way week, before he was even um, acting. Yeah. 
So I see it now more than when I see yeah, it last. Yeah, and like I say I think it's always good when someone wants to like play a part. Yeah, but by the looks of it, that won't be happening. Or at least it won't be happening with him, as far as today is concerned. Right, so you know the joke with uh, Robin Williams in this? Yeah. Doesn't age too well, right? No. So I got some other jokes here from comedy films that haven't aged well. Okay. Right, so I got six and I got one bonus one. All right. So the first one I got is the Jim Crow Crows in Dumbo. Oh, okay. Because they're extremely racist. Yeah. So not aged very well. Which must be weird. <laughs> no. Cut that out or leave it in Dumbo. <laughs> Fucking cut it out, probably. <laughs> The other one I got is uh, the opening song in Aladdin. Where it <laughs> for being extremely racist. Um. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, to be fair, Disney have cut those two out already. I think, haven't they? Have they? The remakes. Oh yeah, it's definitely not in. Oh, the remakes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I got lost over the remakes. So, so the other one I got is. Uh, the transphobia scene in Ace Ventura. Have you seen that? I haven't seen Ace no. Ventura, no. Okay, no, so there's a, a a woman, a trans woman. I can't remember if it's in the first or second one. But basically, he gets up on stage, pulls her pants down, points out that like, she's tucked the, her penis in. Yeah. And then everyone in the room just starts like spewing and saying it's disgusting. Uh, that should be cut. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, like I said, ne- neither of those films have aged very well overall. I'm probably going to say cut for all these, though. I don't think any of these... Oh, you be definitely are. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Because i done most... i done all these myself. Uh, so this other one is O.J. Simpson being a murderer in Naked Gun. I'll keep that. Fuck it. I mean, you got to keep it because it's a whole plot of, like, the yeah. first film. But you got to keep it, yeah. It still hasn't aged very well, has it? No, but it's not really... Has that case actually been solved? Well, like depends who you I, asked. I mean, you released a book called... I think it's... If I did it, this is how I would do it or something like that. I mean, come on, man. So, uh, the other thing I got is the Toy Story 2 casting couch joke, which has also been cut from the Blu-ray, apparently. With Stinky Pete. I mean, I think that joke shouldn't have been in there anyway. What's that doing in the kids' film? Have you seen... You've seen the Toy Story films, man. It's yeah. filled with anyone. No, I know, but that one's still a bit grubby. It's a bit grotty, isn't it? That one is... Even before the like the whole Weinstein specific. thing, it's just a bit... Yeah, you can cut that out. It's a bit too yeah, specific. I mean, like, someone really, really like. I mean, it's bad now, but I just don't think it should have been in there in the first place. Right, so this one... Uh, just... Should, I think the whole character should just be cut in general, but more specifically, Mr. Magoo in Breakfast at Tiffany's. But more specifically, where uh, she says she let him take pictures of her. I don't think that lands very mm. well for me. It's a bit grotty and a bit creepy. But I think that whole character should just be cut because he's just ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't think he he adds anything to the film, really. No, not really, no. Yeah, I cut that. All right, and my bonus one is any James Bond joke ever. Because they're all either racist, sexist, or even or the new ones. I have, I have only watched a few handful of uh, James Bond films, the namely new ones aren't uh, so bad, but Pierce Brosnan. I haven't seen any Dino Craig. Yeah, oh man, the old ones are just ridiculous. They're so fucking. Yeah, I tried watching. Uh, I tried to actually starting yeah. again. Oh, I not my type uh, of thing. Hard like. watches. Yeah, yeah. they don't age well. But James Bond gave birth to one of my favorite movie cliches I ever fucking love. It is when. 
guy, like you know, they got a screen behind them and they're not really driving. Yeah. But then when they like zoom out, and then there is an actual car driving and it's a straight road. But then yeah. when it goes to the close shot again, they're like turning the wheel like they're fucking <laughs> driving down like tons of hairpin turns. Yeah. And then it comes back out and it's a straight road again. It's just I I love it. It's such a good <laughs> cliche. I think uh, Aeroplane does a really good uh, spoof of it. Spoofers. Spoofers. Where the guy's driving and then he starts turning mad and then he starts like, throwing deers at the car and stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. What's, is it Aeroplane with the locksmith joke? No, that's not Aeroplane. Um, it's not Naked Gun either. Oh my God, what is it? Hello, what'd you get in oh. here? Like, I'm a locksmith and I'm a locksmith. <laughs> I can't remember. It's, it's not Naked Gun or Aeroplane. <laughs> Um, what else is Leslie Neeson in? That's good. Hmm? What else is Leslie Neeson in? That's good. Dracula, dead and loving it. That's pretty yeah. good. I liked some of his really stupid, like later films he did, like yeah, Escape like really just on like, the nose comedy. The fucking he's the president, didn't he? In Escape mm. movie three and four. He's in um. I keep meaning to read his autobiography because I've heard from a couple of people that's really funny, and Gene Wilder's. Apparently, Gene Wilder's autobiography is hilarious like laugh out loud funny even for a buck which i need to get around to too many star wars books man they release like fucking three every month is too much yeah so this whole subplot here i think could be cut with the, uh i just wouldn't know how to do it um it is too long yeah but like i said i, I would cut all this stuff out with her uh seth rogan's love interest cut that out I'd cut the stuff out with uh, Leslie Mann as well because I just don't think that really needs to be in it. And I'd probably just shorten scenes. I'd have I'm doing less stand up. I think what's weird about the Leslie Mann thing is um is that they tease it with the photographs, and obviously he has the phone call with her, you know, not long into the start of the film. Mm. But there's nothing until like quite later, like pretty much like I mean, the last act uh, of the film. And then it's like, oh, okay, now we're going to jump to another Eric story. Eric is funny in it. Eric, like, Eric, Eric is funny yeah. in the scene, but I just don't think it really needs to be in the film. No, it's just weird. Like how we're like, it doesn't bring it, doesn't bring it back quick enough. It yeah. just, it, it takes a long time out with this whole thing. You're like, oh, oh, I forgot about her. And then they, they just jump into a new movie for the next 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. Like, but like, thing is, I do love this film. I, I can, I, yeah, I, same. I, I, like, oh, the four. But I, because I films. remember it, like you said, being just a really good drama and emotional film. Yeah. And then when I did, tried to watch this, I said I had to watch it in two parts because once I started hitting like the love interest stuff, I, I just got bored and I think like, oh, I can't finish this, so I had to cut it yeah. in two. Don't know what, what's your what's your ranking of his films then? Just his four. What, so, uh, like, you got Apatow, or, Virgin, Knocked um, Up, Funny People, and This Is 40. Well, Knocked Up is probably f- first, then This. Uh, this Is 40's last, because I just not fussed on it. And then 40 Old Virgin. 40 Old Virgin's third. third, yeah. Well, that's my... I mean, <laughs> that's exactly 40 Old Virgin's a bit too close to home for me, like, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's scary for me. It's like a flash into my future, man. What, the Virgin bit, or just other toys? Other oh, toys. And the Virgin. Because when you bit. mention that, I keep thinking like all um, of it, the whole thing, the Virgin thing, <laughs> uh, all of it. All of I'm it. gonna end up working in fucking PC World and Curry's. Uh, I'm gonna be a Virgin till I'm forty, and I'm gonna have to sell all my toys. Yeah, just to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so 
somehow Paul Rudd is trying there. to keep a fucking straight face. Like, Seth Rogen's there. Romney Malko's there. Yeah. I got it mixed up. Like I got the whole like I, I love interest plot mixed up with. Uh, I think it's getting to the Greek the other day where because I thought Laz Ulrich was in it. Yeah. That's getting to the Greek in it. Yeah. yeah. Where she called him and she's in bed with Laz Ulrich. I thought it was this. I was like, I'm sure she calls. He calls Leslie Man and like she's sleeping with Lazar Rick. <laughs> and that's just how little I just care about it. Is I can't even just get it straight in my head. Yeah. This is probably his most underrated film though. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's a great Adam Sandler but film. I think I think I don't know, knocked up is just up there for me. It makes it feel a little disingenuine as well because like he's apologizing now, but yeah, it's because you die in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't I don't think it helps redeem his character. No, they broke up because um, he cheated on her. She oh. broke up with him. And he's obviously been in love with her for so long. And then because he fucked up and he's living alone now, that's why he's so suppressed. That's why he never. That's why he only fucks girls instead of like having a relationship because he's still in love with her. So like he's brought her on upon himself. Yeah, really, but he? is he? Or is he only just feeling like that now because he knows he's not well? So, no, no. Mm. I genuinely feel like because he's because he's um because he's got cancer. I think he feel like he's trying to like right his wrongs and like Seth Rogen's influenced him to p- kind of reach out and tell yeah, people that's no, why he has like just, people who he seemed as like just acquaintances who he could make real friends with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like obviously because he's dying, he feels like okay, well I only got one more chance to do this, so I'll just do it. And that's why he tries to like mend his wrongs and stuff and. You know, with his sister and his family, and like yeah. he like tries to forgive his father and stuff. Really well written story, to be honest. Like, it is great. It's very yeah. deep. Like that's been a, it's really emotional. I could talk for days on this. I wasn't whole... expecting it when I first watched. It, I thought it was just gonna be a straight comedy. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's no, I straight up, man. Like the Forty Year Virgin is probably the only exception, just because it's a bit more comedic and like many things happen. Like when he goes through the truck. Oh man, like, that's so funny. When you like, it's funny, but like, uh, from on Knocked Up onwards, he kind of stayed more grounded, grounded and more about character. Like, they were about the characters anyway. Like, it is, there's a story in there about a guy, you know, he's a, you know, he's a fear of kind of, you know, he kept fucking up and he never wanted to try anything. And then he went so long without doing it that he just stopped trying. And it's not about the sex, it's about that, like, just having yeah. awful experiences and never, like, trying again. Uh, but they use it in a comedic way. Let's say we're knocked up. It's like, like, you know, this girl's got a great career, and then like, this schlubby guy who's like going comes nowhere ruins it, yeah. comes and ruins it. Like, and they have to kind of just try and be together. It's it's they're quite like in depth stories, like just too fucking long. So cut them down. Yeah. Don't actually. I want to. I'd watch a four-hour film with. I'd um, I'd watch it for the first but time. <laughs> I want I want people also to watch it and not feel like they're gonna watch a two and a half hour long. film. Yeah. So just for the just for the general public, make a short film, then do a director's cut where you can do whatever. That's why I, I never like. I think that's the only thing you should be doing. Theatrical yeah. versions should be like way shorter. Uh, that's why I don't take away from people who say they've never seen Lord of the Rings because it is a slog. It is a pain in the ass. Same as Star it's Wars. It's right? too much to get into. I don't now. get people who like give people shit for not watching things because of the length, right? Some people just don't want to sit there and watch things mm. for two and a half hours. Like, not everyone, want, you know, like, I'll do it. I'll even, do it even on I, what it is. Even I sometimes get a bit like, oh, can it just, yeah, like... Yeah, that's me. I know it, 
if I know I'm going to do it, I, I always like plan ahead. I'm prepared for it to be like, I know I'm going to be sitting down for two hours or whatever to watch what yeah. I'm watching. Like when I went to see Endgame, I was kind of feeling a bit like that when I watched Infinity War because I was so mm. hyped for Endgame. I was like, maybe I shouldn't have done a dollar bill, but then I'd rather you watching that than sitting in the house waiting, waiting. to leave. So, yeah. But it, it did feel like ages because, oh man, but six hours that was just sitting in the cinema. People actually went to go see um, oh the the Twilight series, right? That's uh, that's five films there, right? Imagine watching all of them, and like I couldn't do that. No, uh, it's not even cool. Yeah, I don't or, think I could do. Uh, just a don't give people like shit that. for not doing wanting to do that. Yeah, or like watch long films. Like, so I, this is why I think like he should do shorter versions of the film. And then actually do it like a long ass director's cut where it's just like because they were gonna do uh or well I say they were gonna in America when uh, Bumblebee come out uh it was coming out the same like on the anniversary of the nineteen eighty six film so cinemas in America were doing the double bill of the eighty six one then going straight into Bumblebee yeah uh and me Dan and he were gonna go to it but they weren't doing it in the UK cinemas which was a fucking gutter but yeah but I can't think. That, like until it was put in front of me I can't think of anything I'd want to go and do as a double bill but like I said that's until something's put in front of me I would probably do it I could probably see me going to do it as a double bill it makes sense it. yeah there we go <laughs> <laughs> All right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, when do you think the first time Adam Sandler ever done that like that Adam Sandler voice and someone's like oh my god that's hilarious Um, like how old do you think he was Two. <laughs> His first word, they're like, Wiener. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, probably like, definitely as a, like a, a teenager. Like, that was probably part of his little bit when he it was, was like, routine. Have you seen some of his old stand-up stuff? Yeah. Oh, so cringy, man. It's, like, he's, he looks so nervous and oh, he's so... Did you know, like... you know, started like 13 years old, though. Speaking of, like, seeing as we've spoken about Ron Williams already, did you know that he was like, really unliked in the comedy scene in like LA and San Francisco and all that. Was he? Everyone hated him. Like people would refuse to go on if he was in the audience because he was really well known for stealing jokes. Uh, yeah, like he's a really do you big that's joke true? thief. Yeah, no it is true. Like it's not a, a theory or a thought. It is like 100% true. It's a big big known thing. And that's I mean like comedians would, wouldn't go on stage and would refuse to go on if he was there because he would steal their jokes. Go on like late night talk shows yeah and then just steal their jokes he was really well known for it fuck do you reckon there's a way you could like try and do a cut of this yourself yeah because I reckon I could try and have a go and see if I can like reduce it to like an hour 50 something maybe at least just under two hours under two hours yeah yeah you could absolutely do it it's just how much time have you got you'd have to cut it wouldn't you Uh, there's a really good joke in uh, Rick and Morty uh, there's an episode where they make, basically they make Rick stupid to go on a, a flight. And when he's really stupid, he says something like, I can't remember what the thing is, but it's, I, I think it's, I want donuts. I want donuts and a 90 minute cut of Avatar. And that yeah. always really makes me laugh because like <laughs> Avatar is way too long. And I just like, there's so many films where I think, oh, I'd like a smaller cut. Yeah. And it's just always tickles me. He's like, oh, I want some donuts and a 90 minute cut of Avatar. 
I can't wait to start watching now for yeah, the first time Yeah, I see you got to start watching it. I watched, the, I watched two episodes. Yeah. I think I watched... Uh, I Obviously in order, yeah. three and I got tired, so I went to bed, but... So the first two is... Uh, that's the one with the fruit, where you got to stick them up his butt. Yeah, and the next one is... the second one's the dog? Mm. Is it the dog? Yeah. I was watching one... The dog is the one, and um, the Freddy Krueger guy. Oh, scary Terry. Bitch. Scary Terry. Scary Terry, bitch. bitch. Yeah. Amazing. I was googling like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was good. It was good. I don't know why I've slept there for so long. Well, they go um, inside a dream, inside a dream, inside a dream, inside a dream. Yeah, the inception. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Bitch. I think. For me, I think the people who were talking about it focus too much on the jokes, hmm. and I think the actual episode stories themselves are actually Amazing. really good. Yeah. And it's such a Dan Harmon. You can, you can, you can actually see like the Dan Harmonness in it, like. I couldn't before when I was seeing like clips and stuff. People were showing me like, "Oh, dude, watch Rick and Morty," and they show yeah. me a clip, and it's just like, just a little like joke. And I'm like, oh, "Is it really this?" So I was cut put off by those like kind of clips, and then mm. I was like, "Do you know what? You told me to watch it, and you mentioned some it. stuff about it, and yeah. I was like, okay, I'll check it out." Yeah, it's really funny. I think my favorite episode is either Total Recall or uh, any of the interdimensional TV ones are amazing. The interactive ones, they're, they're like completely improvised. Yeah. So the whole thing is oh, honestly, man, it's so funny. And like you can hear them cracking up when they're recording they, um, it and just getting confused. This class. Is this stuff like they 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 they, do, they record the audio first? Well, they do that anyway, yeah, probably, don't they? Yeah. And he gets pissed and does it. It's so. Yeah. Funny. He, does he always get drunk for that? I don't think he always does. I seen some. But... I seen some behind the scenes, and he's just like, like he's off his face, doing yeah, like doing shots. Yeah. That's a really good way of doing it. Yeah, there's some really good behind the scenes footage where he's just again he's pissed and he's uh he's having a go at the recording people, just calling yeah. them all sorts of names and stuff. So funny. <laughs> I love this um <laughs> fucking M M&M and M scene. Best M and M cameo in the interview where he comes out as gay. Yeah. I love that. So funny. That come out as a genuine news story for a while. Remember that? It was like a, yeah. People thought it was real. Oh my god, man. It's it's the oh we have to do the interview soon. That's a good one. We'll do after the World America. Uh, Could do after the America. Because obviously that makes sense. Bad, yeah. All right, so I don't get about that, actually. How did the interview get so much backlash from like North Korea? But did the America get as much? I I don't know, because what we've what we got to bear in mind is our age at the time. I didn't even know what North Korea was when Team America came out. I mean, my, enough, my yeah. introduction to North well, Korea I didn't was even know Team Kim America. Existed yeah, know, that's what I mean, until like, after my that. introduction was Team America, so yeah. I don't know. I imagine there probably was, but also it was a different age internet wise. Yeah, good point, yeah. Because the interview got like leaked, didn't it? Well, they were, they were going to release it and they had like uh, threats from North Korea apparently, mm. and then and they decided to pull it and just put it up on like online. Like right. you know, it was like just release it, like yeah. I know it had a weird, and they did a limited, limited, uh, like theatrical run. There. I like that film. I think it's really funny. Yeah, man. It is really funny. When he yeah. turns the thickest thumb at the tiger's ass, fucking hell. Yeah, I joke all the time about doing that with this. Come put, when come he, put you know, like, bitch. <laughs> when he takes something, like when he's chewing something that you, know, you shouldn't have or whatever. Like I'm gonna stick my fucking thumb up your ass now. Is <laughs> no, uh. it's, the, it's all the enthusiasm. Have you seen all like the um? The deleted scene interviews he has. There's one with Orlando Bloom, I think. They could do a really good spin-off film with that. It was just following that character. Yeah. And obviously Seth Rogen's. So it's just a sequel. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. They just do Or this time just do Donald Trump. Oh yeah. That'd be good. They could do a sequel with Donald Trump, that'd be amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's our pitch for an interview. Or Boris Johnson, either one. Every episode we pitch a film. Yeah. What was the first one? Phantom of the Opera? No, Dark Universe. A full Dark Universe pitch. And Phantom of the Opera. And then you've done a Transformers one, I believe. Yeah. And Just John Wick Transformers. Yeah. Have that. Have that. Get Keanu Reeves in. Batman, maybe. I've done a Batman Beyond pitch, yeah. Oh man, uh, Batman Beyond, there's Batman Beyond news going on, what's going on with Batman Beyond? Something's happening with Batman Beyond, I can't remember what it is. No, there is Batman Beyond news and I do care about it. So apparently, right, so in Batman Beyond, the new Batman is Terry McGuinness because his yeah. father gets murdered and he goes and lives with his mother. But then in an episode of the Justice League series, they reveal that Terry McGuinness is actually Bruce Wayne's son. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to this, the original plan was for Catwoman to also be his mother. Yeah. That would be really good. Like a live action? Do you reckon that would work? I'd like to see a live action. I don't think they'll do it now. I've seen rumours that they're doing an animated film to try and compete with uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Man, the Blu-ray release looks super sick. 4K. A lot of uh, a lot of episodes though. How many? I wonder if it comes with a film as well. So it's three series, probably about hundred episodes, and if the film's in it as well, it'd be pretty cool. Nice. And you got a little pop vinyl over there. I've got that pop vinyl. It was a gift from Dean. Oh, dude, he's writing, directing, and producing the Pete Davidson one. So this is his next film. First one in like probably be eight years by the time it comes out. 2020. Eight or years since then? this is 40. Yeah, he's re- he wrote it with Pete Davidson and Dave Sinatra, so it's going to be like his, but... Is there any like plot summary or anything with it yet? Or? Premise. The film's storyline will reflect Davidson's own life, including the loss of his father on September 11th. Fire beans? It's probably... I guarantee you it's going to be like, like a semi-biographical, so it's going to be like... Um, he plays like a fictional version of himself, or maybe mm. someone, so like, like kind of like this. Oh shit! Speaking of biographical, I... so like he'll be like he'll be dealing with his family and his dad. It'll be like him mm. either being young or being a comedian. It's gonna be that or an actor who gets on like um, Saturday Night Live. Uh, speaking of biographical films, I tried to watch Tolkien this week. Yeah, I turned her off. It was so boring. The... Or a crock of shit. Like none of it's true. None of it's true. They leave a lot of like stuff out, so when's, all his like, religious stuff. It, they just leave out of it. Like when's it set? So it follows him as a little kid for a, a little bit. It follows him as a teenager for a little bit, and then it follows him through World War One and uh, with his girlfriend and wife. Like I said, I got about an hour in and I just turned it off because the lot of it's just fabricated. Just do you know what they wanted to do? They wanted to just put as many Lord of the Rings things in there as they could and go, look, this is where he got this idea from. And just none of it's true. Yeah. It's stupid. It's really bad. It's like um, trying to make a film about Houdini. Yeah. Do you mean? like You can't. Like, yeah, Aaron Sorkin like, said that. Like, the guy's done some interesting stuff, but... His whole... Yeah. He, he hasn't his got his a whole story. life isn't interesting. Do you mean? It's... Yeah. So, like, the same with Tolkien. His life isn't really interesting. He wrote Lord of the Rings. Other than that, yeah, Great, we've had World War One stories. I'm not saying we don't don't need any more, but 
Yeah. We've we've had quite a lot of World War One, World War Two stories. It's not very good. It's just a bit of a cash grab. Yeah. Like he's just not an interesting person. Like that. Like you could do a good Hemingway film. And um, he's had some. I'm not being funny, but he was a bit of a dickhead as well. Yeah. He was not a very nice man. He was a bit racist. And I, again, that's something they completely leave out. They leave out all his religious well, not, stuff. They're not going to put it's him just... as a racist in the film, though. No, they? I know, but come on, man. Like, it's just not a true representation. Yeah. I also watched uh, the New Men in Black, and I that thought it was all right. Yeah. It was decent. Yeah. I don't understand. It's, Why would you it's rank it absolutely in the four out of all of them? Then? Why would you rank it out of all of them? Uh, would you put it? Oh, still three? last. No, I like number three because I like Josh Brolin. I really like Josh and Brolin. And Clement. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, yeah, I forgot Jermaine yeah. Clement's in it. Yeah, yeah he's a villain I, and he's the I, He's Boris, yeah, I'm all yeah. yeah. We spoke of this and yeah, yeah. two. And I said, like, I thought it was Tim Curry for ages. Yes, yeah. So uh, it looks like him. Yeah, no, I like number three. Yeah, I thought it was good as well. I think Josh Brolin playing Tommy Lee Jones is yeah. amazing. He nails it. Josh Brolin could do anyone. I love Josh he's, Brolin, man. He's so good. He's my equivalent to what people think Tom Hardy is. Yeah. Like, I think Josh Brolin can play anyone. But people think Tom Hardy can play anyone. Yeah. Like, they want him as Wolverine. I don't want no. Tom Hardy as Wolverine. Stop putting him in every fucking I don't know role. who I want as Wolverine. Um, oh, I've done an X-Men casting because we've tried we, to do it we have for like three, three times. times. I've done You've it. You've done one. I've done one, yeah. It's not perfect, <clears throat> but I've done it. Hit me. Right, so... For Cyclops, uh, again, I'm not sure on what type of age range we'd be looking for, but anyway. So for Cyclops, I've got Zac Efron. Okay, so you're thinking maybe like late 20s, yeah. early 30s. Okay. Uh, Magneto, I got John Hamm, because I want John Hamm in everything. Okay. Uh, Professor X, I got Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Uh, Jean Grey, I had I had Jessica Chastain, but I think that was just... My love for Mad Men coming through. She she um and then I changed it to Elle Fanning. Jessica Chastain. She's not in uh Mad Men. That's um Christina Christina Hendricks. Hendricks. Uh, yeah. Is that who you're gonna put as? Uh, I had Christina Hendricks as Jean, and then yeah. I changed it to Elle Fanning. Yeah. Uh, because only because of the age difference between Zac Efron and her, uh, and like I said, it was just my Mad Men. Was it Jessica Chastain? Was it in Dark Phoenix? I'm thinking of it too. Yeah. And yeah. Fair. Um. Hank, I got as Daniel Radcliffe uh, as Beast. Yes. Yeah, you have that. He's a very hairy person, isn't he? I, I not so much that I could just no, see him pulling I, it off. He's a very hairy. Have you, have like, you ever seen a film called Swiss Army Man? No, man. Is it good, man? You've got to watch Swiss Army Man with Daniel Radcliffe, right? I don't know whether to say if it's good or not because I don't know what it is. Paul Dano's in that as well, isn't he? Uh, he's the, yeah. Uh, oh, it's insane. I don't know what the hell this film is. It's so funny, but it's just yeah. bonkers. So Daniel Radcliffe plays this corpse in it. Yeah. And this guy goes to live in the forest and uses his corpse just to do mad things. Yeah. Like he, he rides him as a jet ski and but there is a whole <laughs> plot behind it. It's insane. <laughs> You've got to watch okay. it. It's so funny. Have you seen Horns? Um Daniel no. Radcliffe where like no. he's accused of murdering his girlfriend and he ends up going to horns and shit. No I watch it. Yeah, is it good? Watch it. I really think it's good. It's got this yeah. weird like Right to it, man. He's got a really good accent, American accent. I, yeah, I really come to like Daniel Radcliffe, man. He's, He's a good actor. Good. Oh, I watched. Um, I'll lend it to you. I got it on Blu-ray. Um, it's called What If, hmm. and it's also called The F Word in some places. Right. And it's got him and Zoe Kazan. Okay. And like they kind of get together. It's like a, it's a rom-com, but I think you'll like it. It's pretty good. 
Alright, yeah, so for Beastar, Daniel Radcliffe, Nightcrawler, I got the guy who plays it. I can't remember his name, something Scarscard. Bill Scarscard, that's the guy. Yeah. Him as Nightcrawler. Uh, Kitty Pride, I had as Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Um, Storm, I got as Logan Browning from yes. Dear White People. I got Jubilee as Lynn Hung from Ip Man, plays his wife. Maybe she might be a bit too old, but I don't think so. I think she could pull her off. Okay. And Peter Capaldi as Mr. Sinister for the villain. That's my X-Men cast. The only one I'm not 100% on is Jean Grey. Did you do Wolverine? I didn't do Wolverine. I don't want him to do Wolverine. I think they need, they need to leave but that. But if you could pick one, do you reckon you'd have any? Because I would have given uh, Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. I've, yeah, I've seen that area, but I don't know. I just... I can't see. I you. think he'd be good either as Wolverine or Beast. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I, I prefer I, the Beast because I, I think he can pull off more of that. I like, think he can pull off the nerdy, the nerdy yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the Rock Patterson thing. I I can't see Daniel Radcliffe yeah. being an intimidating Wolverine. Well, people said that about Hugh Jackman though, didn't they? He was a he was a rom he was a uh, rom com actor at the time. time, so I wouldn't he was know. Doing, dude, he did a uh, Kate and Leopold. I know he was in Oklahoma, which is pretty cool. Um, he was he was in he was in a lot of theatre stuff as well. He, he yeah. wasn't known as. X Men is what put him on that. Like, he did the same with Liam Neeson. You know that. Like, yeah. he he was he didn't start off playing action heroes until like. Oh, Liam quite Neeson's in New Man in Black as well. Yeah, he's in number three as well, wasn't he? Is he in number three? Oh no, Emma Thompson was in number three. Yeah. She's in this one as well. How is she in this one now as well? Emma she, Thompson. She play. She plays. Um, she's the, the director six... of the MIB in this one. She's like the head honcho. Yeah, but she. She just looks. The same age then in number three because I'm pretty sure when they go back to the sixties, she's in that as well. I don't. Know. She's definitely in. I'm gonna find unless out. I've got the wrong actress. I'm sure it's Emma Thompson. No, Emma Thompson's in the new one. I'm pretty sure. Uh she's is that Lanny McPhee? Yeah. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's in the new one. Right. So she in she plays um Agent O. Ah no, sorry, I was wrong. Alice uh, Eve. Do you know Alice Eve? Um, she plays the young like version that. of her. So she oh, right, actually, so it's her character, but by a different. She replaces um, Zed after he died. Yeah, Eve. Ah, before. right. Sorry, I got it wrong. Got yeah, it wrong. Yeah. I forgot Alice Eve was in that. I haven't seen it in a few years. So. so she plays the younger version of Emma Thompson's character then. Is yeah, Emma Thompson's character. Ah, just right. Oh, that's interesting. That links them then. Because I, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I was thought, wondering I, I if I was going to say, like, I thought like, she hasn't aged over like 30 odd years. Yeah. Or like, it, that's and that's obviously be set now in like 20. I, no, yeah, I knew it was out because she's recently been in a series called Years and Years on BBC. Yeah. Have you watched that? No. Man, you, that's really good. To Dude, Men in Black, 22%. <laughs> uh, like I said, I don't understand why it's had such bad reviews. I I'm going right. to try and watch it. It's not great. It's, oh, it's a one pu- and done. Frank the Pug is back. Yeah, only for like two seconds. And I don't think it's actually the guy because I'm no, pretty sure the guy's dead. Tim Blaney returns to voice Frank the Pug. No, but the actual pug itself is dead. Oh, so it's yeah. not the same pug. Because he also voices Johnny Five in the short circuit films. Yeah, I just, Johnny Five is alive. F. Gary Grieve directed it. Oh my god. Um, yeah, it's a one and done. There's a really funny joke in it where uh, Chris Hemsworth gets knocked down by an alien guy. Yeah. And he picks up this little hammer and he's like plays the Thor music and he's like, Oh, the tails are turned now and he throws it at him and it, it does the sound effect. Yeah. Then the guy just catches it. It's so funny. Oh god. Kyan Novak's in it. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? There's a character in it and straight away I was like, That's Kyvan Novak's voice, hundred percent. Yeah. And then he's actually in it himself. 
Yeah. I'm not sure if he does actually voice that he's, character though. He's Vungus the Ugly, a member yeah, of the Alien yeah. Royal Family and friend of H. So, Vungus the Ugly plays like CGI uh, alien. Nasa and Basam. Yes. The first one you said, he's an alien. And straight away, like, that's Kyvan Novak. And then the other one is actually like him. And his beard is another alien then that comes alive. And he also voices that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I'm going to watch that then. Yeah, it's decent. It is a really. I am a big fan of the Men in Black uh, series, though. But when I was like, when I, I was a kid, I, I was scared of the first one. Right. So like, I'd watch the second one a lot. Not real man. You're right. I don't know why I was scared. Right. It's the bit where he pulls his like face up. Face up. Yeah. When I was, I remember being like four years old and like running behind like a like the wall to like. No, that's that's just like body horror. It is horrible, isn't it? Like, but like, I want. Do you know what's funny? Enough, right? I didn't watch that film for years, right? Because I That's did, like I some Clive Baker shit. But it was one of my favorite films because I not I watched it, the scenes, and then when he showed up, I'd hide and then come back. Yeah. So I've watched the film like a million times, just not his scenes. Um, That's after, quite obviously funny, after the first time. Oh yeah, I know, I know. And um, yeah, the first time I watched it again since then was probably with uh, James. Ah right. Um, like maybe like. Must oh, maybe years like ago. seven years ago. Yeah, God. Like when I was well, when he was still over his, in the band yeah. and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I was. I was like, why the fuck was I so scared of this film, man? And I watched all three that day. I was like, yeah, it's fucking sick. Aye, it's a decent watch. Yeah. Eric Banner in this film. Do you like him as Hulk? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I think Mark Ruffalo's the right guy. Oh, yeah, hands down, yeah. I think Edward Norton was really good, though. Edward Norton was good. I liked that. I actually really liked Incredible Hulk. I haven't seen it. There's not one MCU film I don't like. Just because, like, I don't give a sh... Like, for some of those films, like, it's acceptable enough, like, even in the earlier days. Like, you know, because all comic book films were just there to bring the characters to life. They didn't really... They they didn't really care about the stories, which were all important in the comics. Mm. Um, budgetary reasons they can't do on the you know the, the larger scale ones until like now, um, but I kind of like I kind of like the incredible. I didn't like the Hulk film. I had it on DVD, watched ah, it once, yeah, and just like said, the... oh, fuck this. I like the I like the Angley that did all, like the comic book the look to style, it. Yeah, that was cool, but like it doesn't really. That wouldn't you wouldn't, wouldn't do now. Fr- no. You wouldn't use that as a you franchise thing that we do. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it for more than one film. Um. And then Sin City came out, and then just completely changed everything, mm-hmm. and how to do comic book films. I think Scott Pilgrim does a comic book film really well. I think it, yeah, in that kind of like, very own, like it's, unique style. It doesn't, and it doesn't do. It's not cheesy, is it? It's not. Yeah, it's not like over the top with it. It's more visual than anything. Mm. So instead of just using like you know, the frames and stuff, and like the sound cues and things, are really yeah, good. yeah. But it's more of a video game movie though, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, like Nintendo kind of games and like hmm. old 80s games and stuff. So, uh, did you see the rumour that Andy Serkis is apparently going to direct Venom 2? Yeah. Yeah, did you see it? What do you think? I don't know. What has he directed? Uh, he's, he's done his own Jungle Book. Book. The Mowgli one on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He's done f- oh, did he direct the recent... Uh, I know Planet he the Apes. helped direct some of Lord of the Rings stuff. No, I mean the, the Planet of the Apes. Did he write I, the last I think one? he did one. Yeah, I like those Planet of the Apes films. Like, I, I'm a big fan of the whole Planet of the Apes franchise, uh, the whole like '60s ones with Charlton Heston and everything. Yeah, and I really like those Andy Circus films. They're pretty good. 
Sound like we used to wreckage, right? The Tim Burton one was wank. He's done so much work that people just don't know about everything. Fair play to him. Oh, yeah. He directed Breathe. I always forget he's in Prestige, and I love that film. Um, with Andrew Garfield and Claire, Claire Foy. Um, um, and he directed Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. Uh, he was second unit director on the Hobbit trilogy. He was in a long shot as well. Hmm. He's the fucking billionaire. Yeah, it took me ages to realise. Um, it was... Like you know gone. when he go, he, he has the meeting with her and the president. Yeah. That was when I realised, but so it was quite a while into the film. Did you enjoy it then? Oh, one of the best Seth Rogen films out. Yeah. It's really good. Isn't it's it? Really, really good. But it's really heartfelt as well. Like the romance feels genuine real. and real. Yeah. But because it's like that chase name thing where you you see them spending time together. Yeah. Rather than just fucking like a montage. There's another film that came out. Um, Always Be My Maybe. You know that one? Randall I've Park. seen it on Netflix. It's got something... I think... An Ali Wong in it. Don't get me... Don't quote me on this, but I think Taika Waititi's wife is a producer on it. I might be wrong on that. Maybe. What did you say it was called? Uh, Always Be My Maybe. Always Be My Maybe. Let me just... Randall check. Park. You'll like it just... Like him, Ali Wong. Um, then then that yeah, I've seen amazing. They said that... It's basically, right? I'm reimagining of um, When Harry Met Sally... But like, obviously, like that's kind of like the foreground, like you know, how yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like a modern version of *How I Met Sally*. If you had to describe it in a few words, but it's not the same. It hasn't got the same story beats. If that makes sense. But it, I really enjoyed it. I told my mum to watch it. She really loved it. Mm. It's really good and like, it's hilarious at the same time. Do you see another uh, any more cinematic releases for Adam Sandler films, or do you think he'll stick to Netflix now? He's got a deal with Netflix. Yeah, but... It's like a nine-picture deal or something. Or eight-picture deal. He's done a few of them now from already. And he? it all counts the ones, like... So, what was the first one? He done a really bad Western one. Ridiculous Six. Yeah. I thought that was quite funny. In, like, bits. Oh, no, the I, whole Taylor Lautner thing was funny, though, when he swung it by his found, neck. I haven't found yeah. Sandler funny since probably this. Well, his character can get in the bin, but, like, uh, Taylor Lautner, when he's, like, swinging by his neck... He's like that goofy kid in the eye and funny. Um, Murder Mystery is another one. Yeah. So that's number two. He did the film The Do-Over with David Spade. Right, so... Um, and there's a Kevin James one, I think. Obviously. Ridiculous Six. The Merowitz Stories. Uh, Hotel Transylvania 3. I don't think that counts as the Netflix thing. I no. think that's a Sony thing. Murder Mystery. And there's one coming out called Uncut Games. There's, another, there's a few of mine. Look for the ones he's produced. Not ones he's acted in. But it might be, yeah, it might be the actually. Hang on. Hubby Halloween. Uh, yeah, I saw all the others and just the other ones I've said. The week of uh, Adam Sandler, 100% fresh. Yeah. Uh, did you see Pixels? I'm not going to watch it. No? No, it looks absolutely shit. I'm sorry. It is you shit. Like it. No, it is shit. But is it worth? Do I have to watch it? Is this something I no, should watch? You, you know, Peter Dinklage is in it. Yeah. His character in it is based on Billy Mitchell from King of Kong. Is it? it it's like straight based oh, yeah, on he's him. The, he's the Donkey Kong guy. Yeah. It, it's 100 percent based on. Billy Does he look Mitchell. like him? He's supposed to look like him as well. He looks like him. Yeah. Honestly, he's so funny, man. Which reminds me, King of Kong. I've got updates. So you still haven't watched it yet, no? No. Right, okay. So they're making a musical out of it. 
So they're making a King of Kong musical. How that's going to work, i got no idea. They're making a proper film out of it, which would be amazing. I'd love to see where they cast as Billy Mitchell. It, it'd have to be fucking hilarious, though. Yeah. Pete Dinklage. He's <laughs> getting back. Yeah. Um, I, know, I, can't, I can't think of anyone who could play him because he's just so absurd. He's such a ridiculous character. Oh, man, I don't know who could... Maybe Bill Hader could maybe pull it off. Yeah. I don't know. It's really hard to picture. Maybe Steve Carell. I don't know. It'd be really hard. Bill Hader would be good. Yeah, I'd Bill see Hader Bill Hader do more lead roles. And, uh, yeah, and so, update with it. Billy Mitchell. So, like I said, since the documentary came out, the, the record's gone back and forth between them both. Yeah. Now, in the documentary, when the guy who's the decent guy, Steve, is going for the record, he gets it, sends in a tape, they give him the record. Billy Mitchell then sends in his own tape of him beating that record. Yeah. And then the rest of the film happens. But last year, so 2018, some guy was watching King of Kong and spotted something in the documentary. Mm-hmm. So he spent a lot of time analysing it. Turns out the footage Billy Mitchell sent in in the documentary it was him playing it on an emulator, which, of course, oh. you can slow down. So it basically means he was cheating. And it's now been exposed that he's a big, massive cheater. And they've wiped all of his records from the history books. Uh, I think uh, whoever makes Pac-Man, is it Atari? Whoever makes Pac-Man, like, they gave him an award a couple of years ago. They've now taken that back from him. And he's a whole big, disgraced mess. So Billy Mitchell's career is over. That'd be good for a sequel then, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a really good sequel. Oh, man, I'd love to see it. It's so good. Downfall of Billy Mitchell. The downfall of Billy Mitchell, yeah. <laughs> King of wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Mitchell is the closest thing to a Jedi Knight on this planet. <laughs> Not even Ray Park. <laughs> Can Ray Park fucking cheat at Donkey Kong? I don't think so. No. Well, he's probably good, actually. Yeah. With an emulator. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> If I could probably beat Donkey Kong with an emulator, slow it down. <laughs> yeah. I probably couldn't, no. <laughs> I'll have to do a let's play of that. Oh, fuck. Me beating Billy Mitchell. Yeah, get beating Billy Mitchell's high score. I don't mind, he'll come after you. He will come after you. I don't know if I like Adam Sandler, I don't know. What, in I real life? Or? Yeah, I just don't know. I, have to meet him I don't know how to take him, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's probably a bit he's a bit sarcastic though, so you it's a weird yeah. way to take him in. He strikes me that he might be a little bit arrogant as well, bit up himself. Yeah. So, you... shall I, I'm gonna there's probably some article out there saying like, um, like um, um, Universal wanted him to like cut like most of the film. Cut his family, yeah. Cut, oh, yeah. cut his family in half. <laughs> Could you cut your family Just, please? Uh, from his life in general. Yeah, they're not funny people. Oh. Uh, <laughs> No, they're really good, man. They're really good actresses as well, all, all three yeah. of them. Leslie Mann, Leslie Mann is like peaking fucking this is 40. Like, she's so good in that. And now, um, oh, what is Maud doing? She's been in a few Have things. Have you seen the Cats trailer for the new Cats? Yeah. Have you? I haven't watched it. I don't want to watch it. It looks so fucking stupid, man. I I love musicals, and I don't even like Cats. So I, there's no chance to be watching the film. Cats is boring. Yeah, everyone's saying that like a lot of things about Jadapto's films are that like things don't really happen until quite late into the film. Yeah. Like he takes like forty five minutes to actually get into the story. Get going. 
I've actually must made me rethink kind of how you recut this. Like you wouldn't cut out the family thing, actually, because that is me. When you think about it, it, is a big chunk of the story. Well, yeah, I mean, it'd be very hard to cut around <clears throat> it. So maybe it means a just... lot of the start you cut. Like you cut out the entire thing with Seth Rogen and. It's um, the part of the story I don't care about. Because when you think about it, right? Why you got Adam Sandler's got like two stories going on. He's got he's got this like no, he's got three. He's got the cancer. So you're himself dealing with the cancer. His career. He's got he's got his career, and Seth Rogen comes into the career as a secondary secondary character, not as a main character, right? And then you have then the Leslie Mann story, which is the C story. So what I would do is you wouldn't have Seth Rogen have much of a like a, and you want to like get a lot of your character depth in and like backstory in, but yeah. I don't think Seth Rogen needs that much. His accessories I think, can I go. I think he like should be more of an accessory. Plaza so he should, so his stuff can go. All your teach stuff can go. So most of your teach stuff can go. Him and the, how he deals with his friends and how his friends treat him and how where he lives, you need that. Um, but yeah, the Oi Plaza plot line, I wish she could have been somewhere else just so she could be in the film because I love Oi Plaza, man. She's, yeah. like, she's so great and everything. But yeah, I dropped that. I wouldn't necessarily drop all this. I'd cut some things down. It's just because it's the part would, that bores would, me the most. I would, just like, get, the, I would uh, get it all in really quickly. Yeah. Like, they did they did something. It's just, just like, it takes long to get. As I said, it's just the point in the film where I start to pick up my phone whenever the kids and yeah. she pops up because it's just boring. Hope Joe, if ever he listens to this, doesn't think we hate his films. Nope. No. Can't hate his films. This is my second favourite film of his, so if I didn't like it, why would it be number two? Because it's shit, just like number two. <laughs> we wouldn't be doing it if neither of us liked it. Exactly. Do you mean you can, like... I'm going to see if I can do a cut, man. I'll send it to you. Like, I will try. I will do it. <laughs> Give yeah. me, like, two weeks. I'll be the stupid wreck. Wearing some donuts <laughs> and a 90-minute cut of funny people. I'll be 90 minutes. It'll be, like, hour 40, hour 50. It'll be just under two, two... At least under two hours, you know. But that gives you a lot. Like, if it gets the story quicker, you you like, oh, I don't mind. You don't you don't mind this bit, yeah, right. I'd look this bit on it. would be yeah. way different if the start was cut. Yeah, that might be. So, it, and that. that's why I'm so you, fatigued by yeah, what the length. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'm so done. <laughs> yeah, and the story's just picked up. Like, but you're yeah. like, I don't like this bit, but you do. But you hate it because you've just been. It took yeah. so long to get here. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's it's like when you're like, it's like I can imagine going on a flight to Australia. Right, oh. right. Let me get there. Like, I just can't be bothered now. That flight fucked it is everything up for me. Like that, yeah. Do you know I mean you're like that flight was so long? I'm no longer excited. Yeah, it is like, like that. So, like, that's the, that's my analogy. What's that a metaphor? Jet lag. No it's a metaphor. Jet, jet lag. No. Yeah. yeah, analogy. Yeah. Watching a film takes too long to get into the story is like jet lag. Jet lag. You just don't care anymore. I love really childish fights in movies. Yeah, and I think they're the. It's funniest. more realistic, isn't it? Like, yeah, Alan Sandler's not going to fight yeah. if he's going to run away. Um, the fight between Hugh Grant and uh, the other guy. Bridget <laughs> Jones. Yeah, Bridget yeah, Jones. Firth. Colin Firth, that's it, yeah. Those fights are so funny. I love uh, just really childish fights. Oh, why isn't Eric Banner in more things? He's such I a know. good comedy actor. He's good in special correspondence with Ricky Gervais as well. Yeah. That film's not good, but he's good in it. Yeah, I can imagine uh, like the chemistry's good, but... Yeah. I avoided that. I did the story, but didn't grip me though. Yeah, I I don't know what's the issue with that film because the cast is really good and it and the the cast is really good in it. I think it's just the plot. I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit weird. 
<laughs> what I hate about his work, the length. Holy shit. Does Judd need to editor? Does Judd need an editor? Forty Year Old Virgin, one hundred and sixteen minutes, one hundred and thirty-three unrated. That is two hours and ten minutes. The Forty Year Old Virgin, that doesn't need a two hour and nah. ten minute cut. You got knocked up, one hundred twenty-nine, and one hundred thirty-three unrated. Funny people, one hundred forty-six minutes, one hundred fifty-three unrated. Oh, I'm glad you're And this is forties, only got uh, one hundred thirty-four minutes. He's like, hey, Judge, you're not making fucking Titanic. <laughs> you don't need over two hours to let us know that being married is difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if the issue is the script stage, if the movies are too difficult to cut down due to how scenes are shot, or if Judge just can't kill his darlings at this point. Either way, it needs to be fixed. I do audiences. Uh, we found the speech spot for movie length. Length is 120 minutes. Is it arbitrary? Maybe. But if if what works, works. I, I do agree. I Straying occasionally is fine if it's change. necessary, but becoming less and less necessary as his career goes on. Yeah. Oh, yeah someone, this is someone has your opinion here, right? Funny people could have been a genre classic, but withered away as soon as Leslie Mann's storyline comes fall into play. Because from being mm. a brilliant black comedy with the comedy to a severely average run of the mill comedy. Yeah, I completely agree with this guy. Fair enough. That was the article I was looking for. <laughs> Yeah. No, I get you mean though. I'm on and off. I keep going on the fence. I think just the comedy really drains out of it once she comes into it and starts getting less funny up right up until the Eric Banner fight and then it's just not funny yeah. again. Then. And it's still dramatic either way as well then. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be on the fence for this for years to come, I think. <laughs> and I'll I wait jumped, I'll wait for the shortcut. I jumped on each side like four times in the last two hours. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't like this actually no it makes sense. It, if a film is long enough to let you jump opinions <sighs> on it that many times then it's too long. Yeah. It is bad though, isn't it? Four times. Maybe five. I'll probably like it now before we finish. Yeah. I do though. <laughs> I do still like it. I, uh, I, I, it's just this is the entire episode. I was just talking about one sequence, like a fifty-scene sequence. John <laughs> mm. <laughs> Hill, nation. We, we actually wouldn't need more of them too in this film than they got. Yes, yeah, uh, I'd rather have seen more of them than unless Leslie Mann. Just the comedy just seems to drain out of it for me. Then, so what you could have done is like maybe have them what his I'd have made Seth Rogen the central character and then uh, Adam Sandler the secondary that's interesting yeah I, I would then rather they, they, the film then, the, 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 that's the thing though the film starts and has to, the film only goes forward because of Adam Sandler's diagnosis yeah and no, I get that but I, I so then I have think to... I'd have done this film as it being about Seth Rogen's career and how Adam Sandler helps yeah. Elevate his career to superstardom with the cancer stuff being his motivation okay. and the secondary plot. Then cut Leslie Mann out of it and focus more on his friends and Jonah Hill and and maybe focus on Aubrey Plaza more because then I think she has more sense to be in the film. Yeah, okay. But what would Adam Sandler be doing other than just being just like his mentor and maybe like become his agent or manager or something? I don't know. I get you, yeah. Uh... I mean, because obviously Seth Rogen then would have like to he'd all his his goals would be Adam Sandler's goals would be pretty much, but then to just beat cancer. 
Yeah. And I think then, like, the whole Leslie Mann storyline is the reason he actually wants to try. It's because he reaches out to her and, you know, then he starts, like, hanging out with his friends and stuff. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like there's no way around it. You'd have to completely yeah. rewrite this film for it to be shorter. You couldn't cut, like... I mean, it's so you cut it short, but it won't be as short as you'd like. It couldn't be ninety minutes that, that's how without I mean. cutting out a lot and then reorganizing and like changing, yeah, um, certain goals and stuff. That's what I mean by, by how I would like restructure. I just completely change the plot and switch everyone around and just restructure it. Yeah, I do like. I love these. Are my favorite scenes in the film, though, are like generally the the improvs and at the comedy clubs. I forgot to check if it actually is real um, but I'm pretty sure these were all shot like they actually put these shows on shows on yeah this might actually be in the Hollywood Improv where Babylon is um, shot if this was any longer right there's one thing I hate about like some people putting films is when like say your character is working on like say a coffee shop or like one of these kind of like daily stands and stuff where they have like uh, interactions with random character like characters like you know uh they do it in the room seen yeah. that when like tommy goes to the coffee Hi, shop and like um no at the coffee shop when he, he just goes to get coffee. coffee but like the scene's so long and it's because like there's like three customers in front of him uh, yeah. and they take all their orders and then it's like why have you done this you could have just taken like the end of someone's and then just someone walking off just as you don't yeah away. like yeah next and then he walks up then he'd have like you know he's the fourth customer it's like a good three minutes I mean, there's so a lot I'm, of criticisms you could have of that film we should do that when is the um uh, we missed uh, the 15th anniversary we just do it whenever it comes around next i know i was just i just like doing like yeah. random anniversaries and stuff it just makes sense hence why we're doing this Ten years. Ten years. This day, oh, it'll be released to the. Feels like it's ten years ago we started. Yeah, ten years ago to the day this will be released now. Because this could still be this like the central arc then, where he drops him like as a mentor or an agent or whatever it is, and then he goes poor and has to go back and live with Jonah Hill and. Yeah. And then you still have that redemption arc. <laughs> Why is he gonna do those voices? <laughs> Why are you yeah. so fat? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Ten minute feed out now. <laughs> <laughs> Judd, I think we should pan out quicker. No, we pan when I say we do. <laughs> and we're going to dolly out like, I mean, we, we can't, it's arguably, right? No, fuck it. I'm saying this right. It's a fact. The best pull out of a film is Clerks. Do you think? Yeah. A... Clerks 2, sorry. When it goes to um from colour back to black and white and it and you pull out to the back of the store. I can't remember and fucking song. Kevin Smith's mother is playing the woman with the milk. Like looking through all the milks trying like the mm. longest expiry date. It's done. It it's finally finished. Finally over. Two and a half Two hours. Two and a half hours later. Yeah, and I was yeah. funny people. Ten years old. Today. Banging. It's done. It is done. And goodbye.